Light the incense, hang some crystals, and feel the negativity drain away. We're here for the positive vibes only. Look, you're going to spend a crazy amount of your life at work. Make sure it's with good people. In this one, you'll hear from women who know it's less about where you are and more about who you're with. Welcome to the Pass the Mic Podcast, your weekly dose of inspiration from badass female leaders across the country, united through audio to let their voices shine. I'm Jocelyn Hudak, Director of B2B Content and Digital Marketing at SXM Media. Today, we're talking good energy in the workplace. Get the first rule of positive vibes only from Shauna Alexander, the Vice President of Business Development at SoundCloud. Don't work for jerks. Now I know who I want to work for, what kind of company I want to represent, what kind of brands I want to work with, what kind of artists I want to bring up. If you're a jerk, get out of my face. I don't want to work with you, you know, like whether you're a company or whatever, right? I am now very empowered to know what is and is not going to feed me. Um, I was saying this last night, actually. I hope you don't mind if I go on a tangent. Um, They were asking about... uh, the best advice you've ever been given. By the way, I'm from New York, so I'm going to curse a lot right now. I'm sorry. It's it's, it's just me. Please bleep me all you need to do. Um, but the best piece of advice I've ever been given is to always have fuck you money. And that is enough money to have stability so you can walk away from anything that does not serve you. And I learned that from that experience that I had. I did not at that point have fuck you money. Uh, and I learned it. And now I always will. F you money is great if you can swing it. Wherever you end up, you need to be part of the positivity. Lori Keith, the Vice President of Emerging Media and Technology at the Ad Council, has a tip to help you take that step. Anything that you're talking about in the email or anyone that you're talking about in the email, like imagine that you're sending it to that person. And so that really helped me, you know, just to kind of put that lens over any email that I send whether it's external or internal, just really imagining that it's going to be, you know, read aloud into a room. Because I think a lot of people do make the mistake of maybe, you know, sharing things that they're not supposed to share, or, you know, maybe it's it's talking about, you know, something that you're not supposed to be talking about. And so that has always been a lens that I, I use in both internal and external emails that I think has really helped me. Word gets around, so make sure that word is good. And be like Terry Gallo, EVP and Global GM at Canesso Marketplace, and add that personal touch. Always start on a personal and end on a personal. And what that means, you know, is you're sort of entering a meeting, a call, or an email. Always begin that conversation, getting to know somebody or asking a question about that individual. And then, you know, subsequent, the end of that, do do the same it's sort of natural and organic for me to do that, but I think it's a valid uh, bit of advice and more people should follow it. People remember how you make them feel, so make them feel valued and heard. Samantha Jacobson, Chief Strategy Officer at the Trade Desk, learned that from an example of what not to do. A lot of times when I listen to different leaders speak about how they were successful in their career, they'll talk a lot about mentorship. And a couple of years ago, I had a woman reach out to me and she sent me an email saying, I'd really like for you to be my mentor. 
And so can I please get 30 minutes on your calendar? And I said, absolutely. Happy to see how I can best support you. You know, feel free to grab any slot that's open. So she set up a half an hour and I hopped on the phone and she said, great. I'd like for you to be my mentor. And I'd like to meet once a month for 30 minutes. And I said, okay, I'm, I'm open to that. What would you like to discuss? You know, are, are you looking to talk about your role, your balance outside of work? Are you struggling with something? And her response was, nope, I've, I've been told I need a mentor and I like your career trajectory. And so I want you to be my mentor. You know, and as you can imagine, it didn't get more productive from that point forward, nor did we have a close relationship because she looked at it as very transactional and something she wanted on a checklist. And yet there's so many other people that have reached out to say, you know, I I was impressed at how you navigated the situation. Can you talk me through your thought process? Or, you know, I'm struggling with this dynamic at work. I'd love somebody else's perspective for how to think about navigating the situation more effectively. And so the piece that jumped out to me was how important it is to be thoughtful in the interactions I have with people, especially when I'm asking for their time, but to also be aware of what I'm hoping to get out of that situation or what success looks like for me so that I can construct the time to reflect that as effectively as possible instead of treating it like a checklist item. People are not tasks, so don't treat them like one. And no matter how skilled you are, there's no excuse not to be kind. Take it from Deepti Valeri, Global Chief Operating Officer at TAG. Don't take yourself seriously. You're very replaceable, even in as a mom, as a wife, as a person at work. You are just a dot on the planet, so be humble, be kind. Kindness is much more difficult skill than talent. Uh, always choose teammates around you who are kind and good human beings because skill can be taught, kindness can't because kindness is really who you are from within and who you are from within comes with a ton of experiences. So for me, kindness comes before skill. Always be around such team members. They'll always bring you up. Being kind is a skill, and it's one worth honing right along with your craft. We all bring a variety of skills to the table, and surrounding yourself with diverse talent makes us all better. Take it from Ashley Luongo, SVP of Advanced TV and Programmatic Streaming Sales at NBC Universal Media. Surround yourself with people who are better than you are. I think iron sharpens iron. Sometimes you see leaders not do that because they're a little bit worried about what that means for them. But for me, it has made me all the better to surround myself with people who are really strong, really smart, and then we can just sort of vibe and and feed off of each other's experience and expertise. Catch a vibe and bring others along for the ride. Because working hard with good people makes all the difference. Hear it from Ali Kalish, EVP and Managing Director of Strategic Investment and Accountability at Magna. These are the people that we love, I love. And I think that's what's really important. Like you find really good people and it can be a lot of fun. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of hard work, you know, but it's also can be a lot of fun, especially when you're working with the people that I work with. They're amazing. What's really amazing is when you have a network of people in the workplace who you can trust. Natalie Bastian, 
global chief marketing officer at Teeds knows all about it. I think it's a combination of behind the scenes support and really surrounding yourselves around people that um, are smarter than you (laughs) and that are also just genuinely good people. And for me, I'm fortunate because I feel like I have a lot of good people around me, whether that's intentional or not. You know, I have a close knit tight circle that I trust. And when I have to make decisions, I, I lean into the people that have made similar tough decisions and understand perspective and get buy-in before making any major life calls, especially when it comes to my career. And then as you grow, those people will lift you up, whether it's behind the scenes, in front of the scenes, and putting you in front of other opportunities because they know it's what's best for you, not for them. What's more positive than mutually beneficial relationships? Not much. But having fun <gasps> at work? It's right up there. Janet Lee, the CMO of Mobile Experience at Samsung Electronics America, brings that good energy from the top. I like to have fun. I want to have fun every day because I don't think happiness, I had this conversation with my husband, and I don't think happiness is a destination that you reach. And once you reach that destination, it's it's a constant state. That's not happiness. It's not a destination, right? Happiness is a state of emotion, you know, mindset, right? So you should pursue happiness every day. So I like to have fun every day, whether it's with my family, with my coworkers. So I bring that to workplace and I try to explain this to my team economically it can be explained why people you know slack off because your net take on value from work is the compensation you get minus your effort and then what's left is your net value that you take away so obviously you can't do anything about the compensation because it's in the the control of the company so you try to minimize your effort so that your net take home value is maximized Well, what that doesn't take into consideration is what if you get something more than money? What if you have fun every day, right? Working on your projects, working with your teams, then your net value, your take-home value is greater. So I always tell my team, if we laugh, if we have fun as we're working today, we've already won the day. So that, I, I try to bring that. And I think that's what keeps me, you know, enjoying my job, even in times of stress. Being positive, having fun, adding that personal touch, it's a vibe and a good one. Life is too short to work with or for jerks or to be one. I'm Jocelyn Hudak, and this has been the Pass the Mic podcast. Stay tuned for our next episode, where we continue to unite women through audio and let their voices shine. 